Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. I'm going to tell you something I'm not supposed to talk about. Nobody is, but... The what? But they took a lot of people away. People that they thought were going to make trouble for them. People that had guns or things they wanted. They just took them away. Where? Re-education camps, that's what they call it. I have decided we really need camps for adults. And we need the kind of camps that you all run. I mean, really. There are millions of Americans, almost all white, almost all Republicans, who somehow need to be deprogrammed. And the question is, how are we going to really almost deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of Trump? There are millions of people who believe that the election was rigged. How do you begin to deprogram them? Once we educate them, we coach them on how to interact and empower the person to start thinking for themselves. They are members of a cult, the Trumpist cult, uh, and and we have to be deprogrammed. Because they've been brainwashed, Joy. I really believe that they have been brainwashed by this misinformation campaign. So how do you de-radicalize these people? We probably need to double, triple, quadruple, um, or increase funding for these de-radicalization programs. It's 1159 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. The FBI has arrested hundreds of people in connection with the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, and more could be on the way. Approximately 800 people have been arrested. Joseph Biggs was indicted earlier this week by a federal grand jury, along with four other members of the group, with conspiracy to commit sedition. Joseph Biggs facilitated political violence even if they weren't armed and didn't assault anybody at the Capitol on January 6th. A couple hours ago, I was informed by my attorney that there is a warrant out for my arrest with allegations involving January 6th. I will have to turn myself in Monday morning. The DOJ, the Biden administration announced is charging a host at Infowars, a man called Owen Schroyer, with several federal crimes, including, quote, entering a restricted area on January 6th. Well, that sounds bad. What did Owen Schroyer do? He didn't go inside the Capitol building on January 6th. He stood on the Capitol steps with hundreds of other people. Enrique Tario pleaded guilty to two misdemeanor charges, including the burning of a Black Lives Matter banner. As for those text messages, the January 6th committee is now planning to subpoena them as it looks into Jones's role in the Capitol attack. The American people are not buying the whole fraud that January 6th was the new Pearl Harbor, worse than 9-11, all these preposterous, assigned things that were said and done. I mean, January 6th was a false flag. Everybody knows it at this point, from Ray Epps to the pipe bomber. I mean, it's obvious. It's all coming out. It's all being exposed. 
we're not going to be the ones on trial anymore. No, globalists, we're coming after you. Nuremberg 2.0 begins now. Wolverines! Great work there from Darren McBrain. And, of course, you can find that at band.video. And I want to echo something from a caller today into the Alex Jones show. Not just to the crew, but to the audience as well, because we're all in this together. And that's every day you wake up, and this is the case for your life. Every day you wake up, you have the chance to make history. But every day we come in here and do the live show. Every day Alex Jones is live. Every day Harrison Smith is live. Every day the War Room is live. Every day you tune in. Every day you share the links. Every day you shop at InfoWarsStore.com. Every day you take that modern-day Paul Revere action. You're making history. We are history's actors now. Gentlemen, it is Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. Merry Christmas from all of us here at InfoWars as it's just now days away. And we thank you for tuning in to this InfoWars War Room live transmission brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Got about a medium-sized news desk today. I'll tell you all the news we're going to cover. I've got a very light video list, about uh, 10 video clips to get through, but a a bunch of different stories kind of smattered about that we'll be covering today. Incredibly, or or perhaps not so much, it's it's typical projection that we get from the American left, from the Democrats, but it's mainstream media video clips, it's mainstream media stories, it's, it's Biden, press secretary, all saying the same thing now. And this is, this is the trend, this is the pattern of behavior when it comes to them first denying the truth, but then admitting the truth, but saying it's a good thing. And so this is another example. There's no border crisis. The border is not open. Joe Biden says, there's no reason for me to go to the border. There's nothing to see there. No story there. Well, now it is a story. It's undeniable there's a border crisis. Democrat mayors in the cities that are getting overrun with the illegal immigrants now are complaining about it. The media is seeing it. New polls are showing people are seeing it. A new scientific poll out of Harvard showed that most people weren't even aware of the situation at the border. When they find out the facts, they change their tune real quick. And so what did the Democrats do in response? Well, they don't admit they were wrong. They don't try to solve the problem. Instead, they blame you. What? You're to blame. Oh, the vaccines aren't working. They're causing people to have heart attacks because you're making them nervous, they say. And now they're saying you're causing the illegal immigration. You're causing the border crisis. Donald Trump is causing the border crisis because he says that we have a border crisis. What? Of course, that logic is insane. You're dealing with Democrats. But this is how it goes. It's, it's the same thing with the great 
replacement theory. How they say the great replacement theory doesn't exist. It's made up. And then they say it's a good thing. There's less white people. So wait, it doesn't exist, but it does exist. And it's a good thing. So there is no open border, but there is. And it's a good thing. So we'll cover that with those clips. You know, the story in Arizona is kind of taking on a life of its own. And what's frustrating here, and I've tried to explain this phenomenon just so the audience understands the news prep. How do I, how do I decide what I'm going to cover every day? And I've kind of explained it like a Venn diagram because Kamala Harris loves Venn diagram so much. And, you, and it used to be that the Kerry Lake and the lawsuit and the Arizona story was its own circle inside my Venn diagram, but now it's expanded and it's kind of its own circle. And now there's a little bit that's crossing into my circle where, as I predicted, there is a fight in Arizona. The frustrating thing is it's pretty much Carrie Lake running the whole thing herself with her legal team. No support from the GOP, no support from the Republican Party, no support from the mainstream media. So you're not hearing this anywhere. So I'll tell you what's going on in Arizona. But that's kind of the problem is that I understand it's a local issue, but we have to understand how you win these things. Carrie Lake needs a strong tailwind. Right now, she's got a headwind. She needs a tailwind. And when the Republican Party jumps behind her to help and the the conservative media jumps behind her to help, that's how we get the tailwind so that we can have victories here and so we can make these big stories. But when it's Carrie Lake basically doing all the legwork herself and and still trying to live her life, which I'm perfectly fine with her going down to Mar-a-Lago and doing future politics, but it's like, man, little help would be nice for what just happened in Arizona, but what is this about? The Republicans don't want Carrie Lake. They don't want Blake Masters. They don't want the crop of candidates that lost in Arizona because they were Trump-backed and they were Trump supporters. So, of course, the Republicans are doing nothing to help Carrie Lake. And they don't even realize they're cutting off their nose to spite their face because if you don't win Arizona in future elections, you win nothing. I've laid this out before. I'm not going to go to the big map again today, but I've laid it out. I've showed you. If the Democrats own Arizona and Georgia specifically, I mean, if you really want to stamp it, If the Democrats own Arizona and Georgia, forget about it. The Republicans will never win another presidential election, and it'll be hard for them to even win statewide elections in Arizona and Georgia. So we'll cover that. The the omnibus bill that's about to come out is unbelievable. Again, barely any Republican pushback. I'll tell you what their big evidence from yesterday was. Oh, my gosh, their big evidence from the January 6th hearing that says why they should criminally charge Trump And you realize this whole thing is just a rigged case, of course. We're familiar with those. Where they can sit here and and instead of doing... The way jury selection works is you try to make it as fair as possible. And even with that system, it doesn't work maybe even most of the time now in specific districts, maybe never. But that's the design. That's the purpose is to get a fair of a jury as possible. But... If you can, and this is why the jury selection is part of the process, but if you don't even have an organic jury selection and you just get to handpick every member of the jury from from a pool of everybody, well, then you can rig the jury. And that's basically what they've done in this January 6th hearing is they've just said, well, let's just take 
thousands of hours of testimony, and then we'll take about an hour of all those thousands of hours and we'll compile it into one little presentation, making Trump look so bad, picking and choosing what makes him look the worst, taking things out of context, and only going to people that we know will say what we want them to say. And I'm going to be careful not to go too much off onto this because what they're doing with the January 6th stuff that, that I'm involved in and in, in InfoWars ties into what they've done to Alex Jones in these Sandy Hook cases. And now what they want to do to Fox News and now what they want to do to Tucker Carlson and now what they want to do to Kyrie Irving or to Kanye West down the line, it's the same legal warfare to shut you down and cripple you in a rigged process. So we'll talk about that. Elon Musk making headlines again today. New Twitter files just dropped 30 minutes ago within the hour. Uh, we'll cover some of that. <laughs> the new language police stuff is just hilarious. <laughs> you can't even say American anymore. I'm not kidding you. You're not even allowed to say American anymore. They say that's bigoted. Uh, some economic news, more vaccine news. It's not good. More drag queen news, story time, Christmas time. Actually, some good news on that front, if you can believe it. And then a little bit of a, I don't know what you would call it, between maybe a little argument, maybe a little rift between Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert. I don't think it's that big a deal. I think it's just two people disagreeing on the same thing. But um, I don't think there's any bad blood there. But we'll, we'll, we'll look at that and we'll discuss that and then some other news as well. So that's what's coming up on today's show. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I've got to tell you about something. And I haven't mentioned this just because we got a new line of products at InfoWarsStore.com, and that's InfoWarsMD. And I was going and looking more into these supplements this morning because I've mentioned them, but, but I hadn't really gotten too detailed into them. And so we've got a supplement now. It's 25% off. It's called Superfood Greens. And we had a, a similar product, virtually the same product, which was the Greens Fiber Caps. And I'm somebody that's been supplementing with, with a similar product, which is basically just you pick the best vegetables or the best greens, and then you concentrate them down to the nutrients and the vitamins you need into a capsule. Well, now we've turned it into a superfood powder. And so 25% off superfood greens at InfoWarsStore.com. Folks, I'm telling you, this is a game changer. If you're not getting enough vegetables in your diet, this is the solution right here. Superfood Greens, 25% off, InfoWarsStore.com. Until about 150 years ago, cultures all over the world believed that people got sick and died in many cases in the winter because of something called vapors. They associated these poisonous vapors with cold weather. Of course, it wasn't the cold weather or catching a chill that killed people. What was killing people was a lack of vitamin D3. You see, the sun via your skin helps your body 
produce vitamin D3. But if you're not getting enough sun, you will not produce vitamin D3, and then it's very easy for viruses and other things to start replicating and taking your body over. So now it's more important than ever, because the winner's here, to take high-quality vitamin D3, and we have the best with our vitamin D3 gummies with calcium for better upload into your body for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Don't wait. Support the InfoWar and your immune system with vitamin D3 gummies at InfoWarsStore.com. I have an extremely important message to all of my fellow info warriors here in the United States and around the world. We are so excited to announce InfoWars MD. It turns out the top company in the U.S. for supplements is owned by a patriot. And it turns out they're willing to give us deals that no one else is getting because they want to support InfoWars and keep us on the air. This deal has been a year in the making and finally the products are being brought to market. Up to 50% off what you get on top national brands that are the highest rated under the InfoWars label, InfoWars MD, exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. Check out the first of 10 new products at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether it's turmeric or whether it's joint care or whether it is super greens, we have them all at InfoWarsStore.com under the banner of InfoWars MD. This is the best deal out there, and it keeps InfoWars on the air. InfoWars. forward slash show. ever going to get to experience sanity again in our lifespan you hope that maybe the younger generations of americans will get to experience sanity at a mass level common sense exhibited by the average american citizen oh you're not allowed to say american anymore stanford says we'll cover that later but it's completely insane now not just what's going on at the southern border, the wide open border, the, the total criminality of it all, the human trafficking, the sex trafficking, the minor sex trafficking, the drug trafficking, just, just a total criminal enterprise down there, obviously facilitated by the Democrat Party, by Joe Biden. At this point, you have to believe it's completely wittingly being done. And so they try to say, nope, nothing to see. Kamala Harris never goes down there. Biden never goes down there. The media asks why. They say, well, I've never been to Europe either. And they say, oh, there's nothing to see down there. Doesn't matter. We've had five, five million illegal immigrant border crossings since Biden took over. We're looking at about two and a half million a year. It's completely unsustainable. I mean, what is that? The population of uh, a major U.S. city every year? I mean, that's that's the good way to put it. Two and a half million illegal immigrants coming in every year. What is that about the size of probably about St. Louis, Missouri, maybe? Or maybe maybe that might be more. Austin's population still hasn't really caught up with the numbers of what it really is. I think Austin is still technically under a million. So, I mean, you're talking about groups of illegal immigrants coming into this country Every year, bigger than the biggest U.S. cities. Where are they going? What is being done? And so, okay, they deny it, they deny it, they deny it. Now they blame you. 
Dems attempt to gaslight on border crisis by blaming Republicans. You can't even believe it. We've got the clips. Let's first start with the White House press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, in clip three. If you say the border's open, it's your fault that the border is open in clip three. A number uh, for you at this time. What I can say is that we know smugglers uh, will try to spread misinformation to take advantage of these vulnerable uh, migrants. But I want to be very clear here. Uh, The fact is that the removal of Title 42 does not mean the border is open. Uh, Anyone who suggests otherwise is simply doing the work of these smugglers who, again, are spreading misinformation and which are which is very dangerous. When Title 42 goes away, as we are uh, as we have to do because of a court order, which is on Wednesday, as all of you know, we will go back to Title 8, which allows a process to make sure that people can make their asylum claims heard. Uh, Those who do not have a. Now, the big concern here, which. I kind of think it's just a political football, honestly, is this whole notion about Title 42, which is, again, I, 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 don't, I don't even believe this. They say Title 42 is the only thing keeping the illegal immigration at bay. At bay? What? The illegal immigration at bay? That's like saying that if you have a dam, if you built the dam to block water and then you put a hole in the dam, and you said, this dam is stopping the illegal immigration. Well, no, it's not. But I guess getting rid of Title 42 is getting rid of the entire dam. I suppose that's their logic here. Not just having a, a hole in the dam, but just getting rid of the whole dam. I, I, I don't know if it's really going to make that much of a difference. I don't know how it could be much worse, quite frankly. I don't think Title 42 is stopping anybody from coming here legally. I, I don't think people in Central America or China or anywhere else. So, oh, Title 42? Oh, never mind. I'm not coming then. I don't think that's going on. So there might be an uptick, but I I don't see it. Can it get much worse than two and a half million illegal immigrants a year? I mean, what are we talking about here? Three, four, five? I mean, what's the number going to be? How many illegal immigrants does the U.S. have to take until everyone on the planet is stuffed into this country and on welfare? So, okay, you say, so they open the border. You watch it. You see two and a half million come in every year. That's their policy. You're racist and xenophobic if you don't like it. And then they say, if you talk about the open border, you're causing the open border. What? Do I even have to explain how illogical that is? Not just the White House. Here's the Democrat media, Martha Ratjaz, blaming Trump and DeSantis for the open border in clip five. Border wall, you talk about open borders. I don't think I've ever heard President Biden say... We have an open border. Come on over. But people I have heard say it are you, our former President Trump, or Ron DeSantis. That message reverberates in Mexico and beyond. Yeah. So they do get the message that it is an open border, and smugglers use all those kinds of statements. It's just a lie. You're just a liar. Martha Ratjaz at ABC is a liar. She is a propaganda agent. Again, the illogic is just absurd. To blame somebody else for what you've done. I punch you in the mouth and you bleed out of your nose. Or I punch you in the face and you break your nose and you're bleeding out of your nose. And you say, I'm bleeding out of my nose. My nose is broken. Well, you, if you would stop talking about your damn nose being broken, maybe it wouldn't be broken. What? 
Yes. Oh, oh, I know how it goes. In Central America, they're just talking to one another and they hear, oh, Title 42. And they hear, oh, my gosh, Donald Trump and Greg Abbott said, come. They said, come. The border's open. Yes. Oh, that's how it goes. And then they surge the border. That's how it goes. No, they literally come here. And I'm not even it could be a total psyop. I, I, I don't know. But they come here with Biden shirts on. They come here with Biden shirts on and say, Joe Biden sent us. Do I have to play those video clips? Do I have to go back into the archive and show you clips of groups of people walking in with Joe Biden shirts on? Do I have to show you the dozens of clips of Bill Melogen and others interviewing the illegal immigrants? And they say, I came because of Joe Biden. I came because Biden told me to. Do I have to play the clip of Joe Biden saying, surge the southern border? And then the Biden White House and the Biden media says, the Republicans are causing the open border for covering our open border. Boy, I wish that was the, I mean, again, with that logic, you could just control the planet with your, with whatever words you say. So I guess, if, so, so I guess if we just say the border is closed now, so by that logic, all we have to say is the border is closed and no other illegal immigrants will come here. Oh, if you believe that you must be Martha rat jazz. You must be Martha rat ass. Actually, that's actually closer to the actual pronunciation of her name, Martha Radass. So we'll just go with that. Thermal drone footage shows illegals amassing at border wall. Did you see that that they had on the screen there? Yeah. That's in every border town right now. Just thousands pouring in every day. Tens of thousands. Stadiums full of it. Dallas Cowboy Stadiums full. University of Michigan Stadiums full. Biden press secretary says, you're with the smugglers if you claim the border is open. Oh, it's your fault. And then this out of a Harvard poll, 75% in a Harvard poll think less than a million illegal immigrants entered last year. Uh, Okay, completely wrong. When told the correct number, 2.75 million, 67% changed their stance politically and want stricter laws. So, okay, this, this exhibits two things. One, it exhibits how ignorant the American people are. Two, though... When the American people become informed, they make the right decision. And that's why the censorship is so important for the deep state and the Democrats. And that's why the fake news media is so important for the deep state and the Democrats, because they know if the American people are informed, we will make the right decision and we will save this country. I've taken a lot of supplements over the years since high school, and they had great effects. And the science has gotten better and better and better over the years. And now with all the things we're bombarded with and the water and the food and the feminizing factors, it is more important than ever to use the compounds God gave us to boost our natural male potential. But these products work great for women as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Pain MD. It's a number one national bestseller under another name. We got it discounted for 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com under the label InfoWars Platinum. We've also got HGH Max Boost. Read all about it. Be very safe with it. I take only a fraction of what they say at first and take it before you go to bed at night. Don't do it uh, during the day. 1776 testosterone boost. Totally incredible. Go read about them. Learn more about them at InfoWarsStore.com in the InfoWars Platinum section. And you get 40% off on these already best-selling products under the new name InfoWars Platinum. Infowars.com forward slash show. Oh, by gosh, by golly, it's time for mistletoe and holly. Tasty pheasants 
Christmas presents countryside. Yes, you want to be a mainstream journalist, just learn how to sniff the butt of the Democrat Party. Get your nose in there nice and deep and take a nice whiff of Joe Biden's crack. Not Hunter's, Joe's. That's how to be a mainstream journalist. There's no open border, but if there is, it's Republicans' fault. Good job, you're learning. And oh, we're learning more about this together, aren't we? With the new Twitter files. And quickly, just a couple of responses to the release yesterday. Uh, Elon Musk retweeted this. We need a new church commission to investigate why the FBI and intelligence community are engaged in social media censorship, including the suppression of the Hunter Biden story. Yeah, we need a new church commission and we need to bring the um, House of Un-American Activities committee back as well. We need to bring UAC and the church commission back or, or something similar to root out or, or weed out rather this corruption, this weaponized government against the American people. It's out of control. And a great Texas representative, you know, I'm holding out. I see the news. I see good stuff in Florida at the state level. I see good stuff in Texas at the national level. And I I just wish there were other states and other representatives coming to the fore on this. We're seeing good, good stuff out of Missouri. We're seeing some good stuff out of Arizona, but it's not leading to any victories. You have some good representatives in Congress, but there's not a, 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 a large contingency in any of these other states. But Representative Pat Fallon is out of Texas. Responding to Jim Jordan, at least 80 FBI agents collaborated with Twitter to help monitor the social media site. Representative Pat Fallon of Texas says, come hell or high water, we're going to find out. Accountability is coming. I hope I'm not going to hold my breath because this would be the first time in ever. That's like saying, I mean, <laughs> would it be like saying, oh, my favorite baseball player is going to hit four home runs today or saying five? Four home runs in a game has happened, I think, four or five times in Major League history as recently as about 10 years ago. I don't think, I don't think five home runs has ever been done in a game. So is it four home runs, which is done rarely if we actually held our government accountable, or would it be five home runs in a game, which happens never if we actually held our government accountable for its crimes against we the people? So would that be four home runs in a game or five? Either way, a magnificent accomplishment rarely done and so i hope come hell or high water we're going to find out all the corruption and collusion with the fbi and the democrats and big tech i hope accountability is coming but i'm also not going to bet on it i'm not going to hold my breath that uh say paul goldschmidt is going to hit four home runs in a game or five home runs in a game because not looking that way never happens hey maybe it will so here's the latest though Twitter aided the Pentagon in its covert online propaganda campaign from Lee Fang. He's got the latest Twitter files and at The Intercept. Twitter files Pentagon weaponized Twitter for online PSYOP campaign. Despite promises to shut down the covert state-run propaganda networks, Twitter documents show that the social media giant directly assisted the U.S. military's influence operations. Folks, this stuff goes so deep. And I don't even think we're going to know most of it. This is going to be like the tip of the iceberg, except the rest of it's already been deleted by Jim Baker and the rest of them at Twitter before Musk got in there. Because 
when you start to see military involvement, it goes beyond just the normal propaganda that you or I think about. There's all kinds of different psyops they engage in. For example, this new thing we see with young girls putting videos up on social media in uniform saying, oh, look at me, I'm in the military, I'm having a great time, come join the military, you'll get to hang out with me, look at how good looking I am, look at how cute I am, look at how I dress. Total psyop. Is that a Pentagon directive? Is that a military directive? Is that happening organically? Or is that another psyop to trick young men into joining the military? Oh, you're not going to join the military because you're a patriot. You're not going to join the military because we have enemies overseas. You're not going to join the military because our homeland needs defense. You're going to join the military because you strike out with women, but you see all these beautiful women on the internet telling you how great it is in the military. Maybe you'll get to meet one. But, but I digress from the story now. Here's Lee Fang. I'll read directly from his latest thread with the Twitter files here till the break. From Lee Fang. Twitter files part eight, how Twitter quietly aided the Pentagon's covert online PSYOP campaign. Twitter has claimed for years that they make concerted efforts to detect and thwart government-backed platform manipulation. Here is Twitter testifying to Congress about its pledge to rapidly identify and shut down all state-backed covert information and operations and deceptive propaganda. But behind the scenes, Twitter gave approval and special protection to the U.S. military's online psychological influence operations, despite knowledge that Pentagon propaganda accounts used covert identities. Twitter did not suspend many for around two years or more. Some remain active. In 2017, a U.S. Central Command official sent Twitter a list of 52 Arab language accounts we use to amplify certain messages. The official asked for priority service for six accounts, verification for one, and whitelist abilities for others. Oh, so the Democrats get to use, or the intelligence communities get to use Twitter as their own weapon against we the people, and then they claim it's not going on under oath. The same day CENTCOM sent the list, Twitter officials used a tool to grant special whitelist tag that essentially provides verification status to the accounts without the blue check, meaning they are exempt from spam abuse flags, more visible, likely to trend on hashtags. Now, you've been getting, now this is old news. This is stuff they were running in 2016, 2017 he's talking about. Now you see it at a different level where the Democrats bring in all these people that you've never heard of, but they like to tweet positive stuff about Democrats and their good conformists to the government. They're good. They're good obeying. They're good at obeying big brother's rulings. And this is like the Brooklyn defiant dad and Jojo from jurors and some of these other accounts that all of a sudden are in your newsfeed every day. It's like, boom, they just popped up right around uh, the midterm elections. And now they're there every day and they're verified and they get millions of impressions and millions of followers, all synthetic, all AstroTurf taking what Lee Fang in the new Twitter files are talking about that they were doing with the military psyops. So it's the military running psyops on Twitter and, and, and they have Twitter as a tool to run these psyops. Now it's the Biden White House and the Democrats doing the exact same thing, except it's not military psyops or coming out of the Pentagon or intelligence agencies. It's just Democrat Party think tanks that hire 30, 40 of these propaganda agents and then call Twitter and say, make sure they're at the top of the list. Make sure they get a million impressions. Make sure they're in everybody's news feeds. Rig the codes, rig the algorithm so these 40 accounts dominate. 
and then get them verified, make them seem huge. And then that's what they've done. And then they wind up on your Twitter feed and you're saying, how did this person end up here? I don't follow them. I don't like them. They're in my feed every day. That's exactly what the Democrats are doing in 2022. What they're exposing the Pentagon was doing in 2017. I continue. The CENTCOM accounts on the list tweeted frequently about U.S. military priorities in the Middle East, including promoting anti-Iran messages, promotion of the Saudi Arabia U.S.-backed war in Yemen, ugh, and accurate U.S. drone strikes that claimed only to hit terrorists. So just lying to you, propagandizing you, using Twitter against you. CENTCOM then shifted strategies and deleted disclosures of ties to the Twitter accounts. The bios of the accounts changed to seemingly organic profiles. One bio read, Euphrates Pulse. Another used an apparent deep fake profile pic and claimed to be a source of Iraqi opinion. So there's all these propaganda profile accounts all over Twitter. Many of them run by the government, now by the Democrats. One Twitter official who spoke to me said he feels deceived by the covert shift. Still, many emails from throughout 2020 show that high-level Twitter executives were well aware of the DOD's vast network of fake accounts and covert propaganda and did not suspend the accounts. I'm going to continue to read from this on the other side of this break. But again, this is North Korea level. This is Soviet-esque. The government launching PSYOP campaigns against its own citizens. Let's go ahead and take another call. Let's talk to Malcolm in Tennessee. Welcome. Hello, Alex. Yes, Malcolm. All right, I'll make this quick and real short where the other patriots can get on the line. Uh, Alex, I have to promote one thing from one of your co-hosts, Owen Schroyer. Super male vitality and brain force plus. Mix those two together, you're an unstoppable tank. Super male vitality really, really works. It's cold-pressed herbs and natural compounds that have never been heated up. And so it has a dramatic effect compared to powdered versions that also work quite well, but just aren't as strong. This is like a very fine wine. It's, 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 it, in fact, each batch is different. Sometimes it's super strong, sometimes it's just okay. People are like, why are you selling something and admitting sometimes the batch isn't as strong? That's just how it is. It's how it works. Uh, so it's always good. It's just sometimes it's like super strong. But yeah, if you want the Rolls Royce at a decent price, then this is it. Introducing InfoWars, super high-end supplement line at up to 50% off what these same formulas are sold for in stores. It's InfoWars MD, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. We have a new line of super quality CBD oils that are incredibly good for your entire body at InfoWarsStore.com. We have Libido RX, Better Mood, Nitric Boost, Mushroom Max Powerful Nootropic, Ageless Vitality Collagen, Superfood Greens, and more. Our turmeric formula is 95% humanoid, the strongest and best on the market. These formulas and more under the InfoWars MD banner are at InfoWarsStore.com. They are private labeled clones of the top brands in the country for up to 50% off where you're going to find them in stores and on other online stores. This is our new InfoWars MD incredible line. Infowars.com forward slash show. Silent night. Oh. 
left off with the Twitter files. Pentagon weaponized Twitter for online PSYOP campaign. Lee Fang with The Intercept and a thread on this. We pick it up where we left off. Twitter lawyer Jim Baker mused in a July 2020 email about an upcoming DOD meeting that the Pentagon used poor tradecraft in setting up its network and were seeking strategies for not exposing the accounts that are linked to each other or to DOD or the USG. Let me, let me translate this for you. Jim Baker clearly knew what he was doing. Jim Baker was not incompetent as a, as a Democrat operative inside the federal government and a lawyer, which is definitely what he was. Elon Musk figured it out and fired him. But, but let me explain to you, because he actually gets what's going on here, is, and this is why sometimes you'll see an official government account or something, or a celebrity tweet out something that doesn't make sense, and you'll say, what happened? They'll say, oh, my account was hacked or whatever. Well, what happens is you'll have about 30, 40, 50 accounts, if you're a social media manager sometimes, maybe even more, and you'll have 50 accounts open on your phone or on your computer that you could release a tweet from at any time. But when you do that, now all of a sudden there's a string connecting all your accounts. You understand? So if I'm signed in on one Twitter account and then I add another Twitter account to sign into so that I can fluctuate between the two to tweet out from whichever one, now there's a, now there's a, a, there's a tie there. There's a direct correlation there that they can go back and see. So Jim Baker's saying, hey, we've got these hundreds, we've got these thousands of propaganda accounts and they're all linked directly back to us and to each other. If somebody comes sniffing around here, it's going to be pretty obvious what we were doing. We need to diversify this and disconnect from one another. So Baker knew what he was doing. But it was too late. Now we already see it. It's, it's too late. We caught him red-handed. Stasia Cardiel, another Twitter attorney, replied that the Pentagon wanted a skiff so they could speak without being spied on, may want to rec proactively classify its social media activities to obfuscate their activity in this space and that this may represent an overclassification to avoid embarrassment. So now they're worried about getting caught. This was this was over a year ago. In several other 2020 emails, high-level Twitter executives and lawyers discussed the covert network and even recirculated the 2017 list from CENTCOM and shared another list of 157 undisclosed Pentagon accounts, again, mostly focused on Middle East military issues. Now, in order for them to accomplish this goal that Jim Baker is talking about, they would have to register 157 different phones with 157 different phone numbers, and if they really wanted to do it clean, register them and sign them in on 157 different IP addresses. Now, that's a lot of money to you and I, to the government, I suppose it's peanuts. And then is that what they were actively trying to do? Again, it's too late. We have all this now. But is that what they were trying to do to cover up their psych, their psyops that they were running on Twitter? In May 2020 email, Twitter's Lisa Roman emailed the DOD with two lists. One list was accounts previously provided to us and another list Twitter detected. The accounts tweeted in Russian and Arabic on U.S. military issues in Syria ISIS, and many also did not disclose Pentagon ties. So Twitter even had the list of the Pentagon PSYOP accounts, and the government said, do not censor these accounts. If anything, boost these accounts. These are our accounts putting out our propaganda, and and they would work with Twitter to do that. And again, the emails and everything are documented by Lee Fang in his story at The Intercept and in his thread. Many of these secretive U.S. military propaganda accounts, despite 
deletion by Twitter as late as 2020, but potentially earlier, continued tweeting through this year, some not suspended until May 22 or later, according to the records. In August 2022, a Stanford Internet Observatory report exposed a U.S. military covert propaganda network on Facebook, Telegram, Twitter, and other apps using fake news portals and deep fake images and memes against U.S. foreign adversaries. The U.S. propaganda network relentlessly pushed narratives against Russia, China, and other foreign countries. They accused Iran of threatening Iraq's water security and flooding the country with crystal meth and of harvesting the organs of Afghan refugees. So this is the U.S. government and military propagandizing its people into war. You're talking about war propaganda being used against us by the Pentagon. The Stanford report did not identify all of the accounts in the network, but one they did name was the exact same Twitter account CENTCOM asked for whitelist privileges in its 2017 email. I verified via Twitter's internal tools. The account used an AI-created deep fake image. And these things were everywhere. In a subsequent report, Twitter was cast as an unbiased hero for removing a network of fake user accounts promoting pro-Western policy positions. Media covering the story described Twitter as evenly applying its policies and proactive in suspending the DOD network. The reality is much more murky. Twitter actively assisted CENTCOM's network going back to 2017 and as late as 2020 knew these accounts were covert slash designed to deceive to manipulate the discourse, a violation of Twitter's policies and promises. They waited years to respond. Now, I think that that, oh, no, it goes on here. Guys, give me full screen here because, yeah, thank you. Twitter's comms team was closely in touch with reporters working to minimize Twitter's role. When the Washington Post reported on the scandal, Twitter officials congratulated each other because the story didn't mention any Twitter employees and focused largely on the Pentagon. Oh, they thought they got away with it. They thought they got away with running government psyops against the people and then lying under oath saying they didn't and had no idea what was going on. The conduct with the U.S. military's covert network stands in stark contrast without Twitter has boasted about rapidly identifying and taking down covert accounts tied to state-backed influence operations, including Thailand, Russia, Venezuela, and others since 2016. And so basically what Baker was saying, if we are going to have any sort of a buffer or hedge of protection here, because Twitter is going to be finding all of these propaganda accounts that we're running, so let's get out ahead of it and let's do two things. One, let's tell them the name of the accounts so that if they do happen to identify them as propaganda accounts, they know they're ours. But then two, let's get them all registered on different phones and different phone numbers and different IP addresses just so they all can't be traced back to us as one operation. And that's what they did. Here is my reported piece with more detail. I was given access to Twitter for a few days. I signed and agreed to nothing. Twitter had no input into anything I did or wrote. The searches were carried out by a Twitter attorney. So what I saw could be limited. And then there's Lee Fang's story at The Intercept. So, okay. Now, you may, people may be surprised. And and we have new audience members that don't even know about InfoWars or Alex Jones. And they may be surprised. And maybe they've been listening to us for, for a while. And they would say, How did you know all of this? How did you guys know all of this was going on before seeing it? Well, okay. 
That's like asking a player from the Dallas Cowboys after after their game with the Eagles. And they say, oh, how did you know that the Eagles were going to blitz? Oh, how did you know they were going to run a button hook on third down? And they just say, well, I was in the game. I watched the footage. I know their playbook. And I was on the field playing the game. And I saw them run the button hook. I saw them run the blitz. They say, wow, how did did the Dallas Cowboys know the Eagles were going to do that? How did you know? Or even how did you know that they passed the ball on third and 10 in the fourth quarter? It's like, well, I was on the field and I tackled the guy that caught the ball. Like, I know it. So that's the thing is, we were on the field. We were on Twitter. We were on YouTube. We were on Facebook. And all of this happened to us. And so it happened to us first. We did the deep dive. We looked into it. We looked at the patterns. We looked at the tape. We were on the field, and we said, here's what they're doing. The government's running psyops. They're censoring political opposition, and they're boosting their propaganda. We're just on the field. We just saw it. We just watched it all happen. It didn't take a crystal ball. It doesn't take Nostradamus. We were on the field. We were in the game. We watched it all happen. We're live 10 hours a day covering it. And so, you know, we could get frustrated and say, well, you know, we reported on all of this five years ago. Like, oh, they're, they're talking about stuff from 2017 that we reported on in 2017. I'm not angry about that because we want the credit. I'm not bitter about that because Alex Jones and InfoWars will never get the credit it's due. No. I'm mad because if we would have responded and reacted at the time, maybe they wouldn't have used Twitter to rig the 2020 election. I want you to remember two words. InfoWars Platinum. In the history of InfoWars supplements, and they're amazing, this is hands down the most powerful game-changing products we've ever offered to the public. Now, all three of these are private labels of three national bestsellers put out by a pharmaceutical company that also makes high-end supplements. And the owner's a listener and a supporter. So they're giving them to us at 40% off what they're sold on stores, over 20% off what they're sold online under the InfoWars Platinum brand name. These are incredible. Pain MD, HGH Max Boost, and, of course, 1776 testosterone boost. Read about them at InfoWarsStore.com, learn about them, and then try them out for yourself. And I know you will be a repeat customer, which is awesome. It will empower your life, make your life more amazing, and it will keep us on the air, a 360 win. InfoWars Platinum, now available at InfoWarsStore.com. You know, they just don't make them like Elvis Presley anymore, do they? That's a one of a kind, a great American. All right. Now, this video I'm going to play is an older video, but I think it's one of those things it's important to kind of remind ourselves. You know, the, the left wants to sit here and talk about events that happened hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago that you have nothing to do with to try to feel like you need to be guilted into behaving differently because of something you had nothing to do with. Well, what about stuff that they literally did that they caused and that they don't feel any guilt for? 
And so this is another compilation of Democrats saying, oh, conservatives, Trump supporters are violence, violent. They're the terrorists and all the same stuff. But then it's, of course, the B-roll, the footage of all the violent Democrat terror events that we've seen throughout the course of the American political news coverage since 2016 when Trump became president. So, yeah, when they cry foul over January 6th, when they cry foul over, oh, conservatives, this extremist, that, let's remember who they are. And this is the perfect compilation to remind you who the real violent terrorists are. Democracy was attacked. Democracy came under assault. And that you and I and the whole world saw with our own eyes rioters rampaging, a mob breaking windows, kicking in doors. People were seen looting some of its stores in the area. Fire stingers being thrown. New video shows a woman in a wheelchair punched and sprayed with a fire extinguisher. Shots were reportedly fired, and one person was hit by a car. And now the protests spreading to more cities across the country. In Los Angeles and in Denver, including New York City, where police arrested at least 40 people. What they were assaulting were the institutions, the values, the ideals. Fuck you, motherfucker, and fuck you. That generations of Americans have marched, picketed, and shed blood to establish and defend. This is a, mostly a protest. That's like five story tall building right there that's completely engulfed. Yes, now Wendy's, Wendy's is on fire, y'all. More than 30 fires were set the previous night, destroying that third police precinct and businesses. Dousing the flames, trying to save the rest of these businesses from going up in smoke. We went to KB Bala's restaurant. Looters had broken windows and even tried to steal his safe while he was there. Today, he watched as his life savings and dreams literally went up in smoke. Minnesota's governor says the state has seen 48 hours of anarchy. The lawlessness, the violence, the chaos. The nation's capital under siege. By some radical faction that may be newly resurgent but whose roots run old and deep. As night fell, the mood got angrier. So we're now seeing spot fires and looting and a number of businesses being broken into. Everything is destroyed or vandalized, windows broken. They are forming a wall in front of the White House. And the streets surrounding the White House, with no sense of any attempt at de-escalation, there was anarchy with shops and vehicles vandalized at will. Hard to imagine these were scenes playing out in the American capital. Are we going to be a nation that accepts political violence as a norm? We all saw what our nation would look like if the forces who seek to dismantle our democracy are successful. Outside the White House, protesters faced off against police dressed in riot gear and Secret Service. You can't obey the law only when it's convenient. You see, the strength of democracy is the rule of law. 
On this day of remembrance, we must make sure that such attack never, never happens again. You're not crazy. They're just liars. And you could run these compilations of the Democrat Party terrorism all day long. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. All right, we're into the second hour of the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. You know, I want to give uh, one last round of shout-outs. I've got one little stack here left of the hashtag InfoWarsStore shout-outs. And I know that there have been a lot more since we last gave a shout-out, so we may compile those. We've got a bit of a skeleton crew with the holidays right now, so, uh, you know, we've got all our hands busy. But we may be able to pull up some more hashtag InfoWarsStore shout-outs. But there are some on my desk I want to give now. Remember, make your purchase right now at InfoWarsStore.com while the sales are live and while everything is in stock. And if you would like a shout-out, you can upload a photo of your purchase on Twitter using hashtag InfoWarsStore, and we'll find it and give you a shout-out like Christopher Brady. Here he is showing off his InfoWars flag, stickers, supplements, the Alex Jones book, the InfoWars t-shirts. Thank you, Christopher Brady. For your continued support at InfoWarsStore.com, you keep us on the air. Bill McEwen showing off. He's got an autographed copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World by Alex Jones. And he's got it on display next to his massive supplement collection and the limited edition Teddy Roosevelt coin. Thank you, Bill McEwen, for your support at InfoWarsStore.com. Uh, Look closer here on Twitter. Look closer. He's got the old school InfoWars shirts, the ones that were out a while ago. He's got some of the new ones. He's got all the DVDs, too. It looks like all the DVDs, a lot of the supplements, a couple of the limited edition collectible coins. Thank you. Look closer for your continued support at InfoWarsStore.com. We've got Queen of the Juice. Nice try with that. Queen of the Juice. And she says, I called into the Alex Jones show about surviving trauma-based mind control rituals to get IBM data processing division plans on Good Friday 2022. I need help. Please contact me. Oh, boy. We got a whole thing going on here. But uh, she's got the stickers, and she's got Survival Shield X2. Thank you, Queen of the Juice. I know what you did there, Queen of the Juice. Thank you for your continued support at InfoWarsStore.com. So, again, I'm out of the stacks here on my desk, but I know there's a lot more hashtag InfoWarsStore shoutouts out there. For us to get to. So remember, go to InfoWarsStore.com, make a purchase, not too late to take advantage of the huge sales like Vitamin Mineral Fusion, 50% off, but selling out quick, not too late to take advantage of that. And again, you want to get a shout out on the air, use hashtag InfoWarsStore and we will oblige. All right, let's look at what's going on in Arizona here quickly. Arizona judges hold hearings amid legal challenges over 2022 election, and then it's going to be tomorrow when they are going to be starting that trial. And so here, there's a weird thing going on here with the local media in Arizona where there's like two conflicting stories being reported at the same time. 
Some people are saying that the case is going to start. It's ongoing. And, and I mean, there is a real legal fight going on. Whether you think Kerry Lake is going to have any success or not is irrelevant. There is a legal challenge. The trial does start tomorrow. It is dealing with the midterm elections. And it is Kerry Lake fighting the hardest with no support from the Republican Party. And so the media, some of the media is covering it, saying, yep, this is going on. And then, and then other media locally is just saying, nope, it's not happening at all. It's just not even happening, not going on. She's already lost. Forget about it. So that continues. And then Carrie Lake's response, the fake news is in full desperation mode. The headlines are almost comical. Bottom line, our election case is going to trial starting on Wednesday. Katie Hobbs and Stephen Richer will be taking the stand. So as you heard right here, there will be a fight in Arizona, but that's it. And it's going to be Carrie Lake's fight, and we'll see who who hops on board with her as far as will Fincham help her out, where will Abe Hamada uh, help her out as they lost their elections respectively as well. Maybe they believe there was some fraud there. Even Wendy Rogers came out and made a statement saying she believes Carrie Lake actually won, and the lawsuit will prove that. We'll see. I'm not saying everything Wendy Rogers has said comes true. But that is ongoing. So I knew there wouldn't be any fight in Georgia. That's gone. Maybe maybe forever if, if the Republicans don't act quick. Same thing in Arizona. But at least Carrie Lake is putting up a fight. No support from the GOP. They don't even care. Oh, we'll lose a Senate seat. We don't care. We'll lose a governor seat. We don't care. It's despite Trump, and that's better. And I guess they're so stupid, they don't even realize as soon as you give up Georgia, as soon as you give up Arizona, it's gone. You think you're ever getting New York back? You think you're ever getting Oregon back, California back? That's why now in Oregon, you have secession movements. In California, you have secession movements. Now, even in Texas, there are secession movements. And we're nowhere near as bad off as y'all in Oregon or California. But, But that's what it is. McConnell and the Republicans not interested in helping Carrie Lake because she supports Donald Trump, and Trump endorsed her. So they got to get her out. So they screw us that way, and then they screw us again. Mitch McConnell and Senate Republicans agreed to $1.7 trillion spending bill with $45 billion to Ukraine. They upped that ante. It was 37 and a half. Now it's up to 45. Yeah. $45 billion to Ukraine for our omnibus spending bill. And clause to make it impossible to challenge stolen elections. I'm telling you, folks, they are just they are they are writing into law that you'll never be able to elect anybody else but a Democrat. When it comes to amnesty, when it comes to all the ballot harvesting and everything else, they are they are making it legally impossible for a Republican to ever win unless they get like 80 or 90 percent of the vote on a statewide level. And then they just fluff themselves and they fluff their donors and they fluff their friends with these omnibus spending bills. Again, I explained, I don't believe it's ever happened before. There's unwritten rules and precedents in Congress that you just don't cross. Well, the Democrats and the, the Republicans are now doing it. You never pass an omnibus spending bill when you're about to turn over the speaker's gavel. Doesn't happen. So, oh, you lose the speaker's gavel in the midter- midterms, you're not passing the omnibus spending bill. Not this go around. This 117th Congress is going to pass that omnibus spending bill. And McConnell is going to be right there pushing it across the finish line, that dirt bag. And 
They get their money through Ukraine. That'll be a kickback into their pocket. They do all the pork barrel spending. I mean, really, where do you think $1.7 trillion is going, folks? I mean, come on. You realize that is an astronomical amount of money? Do you think it just disappears? No, they're getting filthy rich off that deal. Oh, and that's beside the fact they don't even let you read it. They put it on your desk, 1,000 pages plus, multi-thousand page bill, put on your desk two hours before you have to vote on it, and Mitch McConnell calls you up and says, We need you to vote yes on this omnibus spending bill. We need you to vote for us. If you want to get any money from me that I laundered from FTX, you better vote yes on this bill. Oh, but Mitch, I've had no time to read it. Oh, that doesn't matter. Vote on the bill. 13 House Republicans warn Senate colleagues to oppose omnibus and take a shot at Mitch McConnell. We are obliged to inform you that if any omnibus passes, we will oppose and whip opposition to any legislative priority of those senators who voted for this bill, including the Republican leader. Here are the House Republicans that signed this. Chip Roy, Scott Perry, Andy Biggs, Dan Bishop, Matthew Rosendale, Matt Gates, Ralph Nor- Norman, Bob Good, Byron Donalds, Andrew Clyde, Anna Paulina Luna, Andy Ogles, and Eli Crane. But it won't matter. The Swamp Republican, Mitch McConnell, will get this omnibus bill past the finish line, and I'm sure some of that $1.7 trillion is going to be used in some way, shape, or form to enrich himself and or his family and friends. Certainly, Zelensky is liking the looks of that omnibus bill. Who likes the omnibus spending bill? The American people? No. Vladimir Zelensky? Yeah. Hell yeah, he does. Another $45 billion. Where does that put the overall dollar amount to Ukraine? What are we looking at? About $130 billion now? Ah, that's peanuts. We, the U.S. government, is about, we're about to spend $1.7 trillion. So what? You're living paycheck to paycheck. We can print money. F you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now launching the most powerful supplements in the history of InfoWars under a new brand name, InfoWars Platinum. Now, all three of these revolutionary products you see in front of you are already number one bestsellers in the market for the last few years because they work so well. We've gone right to the manufacturer who are listeners, the owners of Fan, and they've given us this huge deal off of retail, 40% off what these products are found for under other names. And, and, and not just other one name, they sell these under three or four other brands that other major distributors and suppliers have put out. The difference is we have it for 40% off what it is in stores. We're talking about Pain MD. We're talking about HGH Max Boost. We're talking about 1776 Testosterone Boost. These things are incredible. I would suggest you take half a dose or less when you first do and consult your healthcare provider because they're so powerful. Get them at InfoWarsStore.com. Have you tried taking the real red pill? A one-of-a-kind heart and brain formula designed exclusively for InfoWars life. The main ingredient in the real red pill plus is pregnanolone, a little-known neurosteroid that assists in our body's natural hormone production. And low levels are associated with fatigue, low brain function, and unhealthy aging. The real red pill plus also provides essential trace minerals 
minerals such as vitamin B12, calcium, and zinc. Featuring naturally occurring L-theanine, caffeine, and theobromine, the energy blend inside the Real Red Pill Plus provides an extra pick-me-up for your day that goes beyond the second cup of coffee. So visit InfoWarsStore.com, go down the rabbit hole, and try taking the Real Red Pill to see what it's really all about. That's InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn king Peace on earth and mercy All right, let's continue with the political news here. Before I get into uh, what's happening with a little tiff, perhaps, between Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, I don't really view it that way. I think it's just a disagreement that they're having. doesn't mean it has to be a negative thing. You disagree with your friends and family all the time. doesn't mean you hate each other. But before I do that, you know, I meant to get to this yesterday, but I didn't. And I'm seeing it really go viral today. Dem... Democrat strategist Chris Jackson photoshops Biden to make him appear younger. And this story is really indicative of the entire Biden presidency media coverage. It's all fake. It's all fluff. And they know it's all fake and it's all fluff. When they edited that photo of Joe Biden, they knew they were editing it. They knew exactly what they were doing. Just like when they lie about the border. Just like when they lie about the economy. Just like when they lie about everything else. They know they're lying. You're not crazy. They're just liars. They knew they photoshopped that picture. They knew that picture was fake before they sent it and published it on Twitter to make Biden look good. They know they're liars. They know they're frauds. And that's the entire Biden campaign. All fake. The whole thing is photoshopped. The whole thing is edited. The whole thing is synthetic. From the Hunter Biden laptop to Joe Biden is the big guy. It's your fault the border is open. That's their Photoshop. That's their edit job of the entire Biden presidency in White House. Oh, the economy, that's Putin's fault. Oh, the gas prices, that's Russia's fault. No, that's you doctoring. That's you Photoshopping the Biden presidency. We know what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for clearly Photoshopping that image to make Biden look younger. It's so bad, so obvious. Thank you. It's just like all the other lies you tell. Thank you. Thank you for that moment of clarity so we can see just what conscious frauds you are. You made the decision to be a phony. You made the decision to be a fraud. You decided to be a liar. That's why you lie about everything the Biden administration does. Just like that's why you Photoshop pictures before you upload them on the Internet of Biden. Now, here's what's going on between Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert. Let me just read these tweets here. Being a conservative and anti-establishment, I used to criticize Kevin McCarthy a lot. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene. 
In fact, I've criticized many people and still do because I'm so incredibly frustrated with what a failure our government is to our people. So this is in response to a video where Lauren Boebert was with Matt Gates and Charlie Kirk at an event this week, and she said she doesn't like Marjorie Taylor Greene's support of Kevin McCarthy. Here's that video in clip six. Someone who we all respect, Marjorie Taylor Greene, says Kevin McCarthy is going to be a great speaker. I guess you'll have to ask Marjorie about that. I'm, I'm a fan of hers. I'm an admirer, but it's not something we see the same with. Lauren? Uh, well, you know, I, I've been um, aligned with Marjorie and accused of believing a lot of the things that she believes in. I don't believe in this, just like um, I don't believe in Russian space so, lasers. Are, are, are you a hard no? Space lasers okay. and all of this. No, I, I'm just saying we, we need to actually have an inside conversation okay. and, and, and make sure that these promises are there. Now, this is being reported as Boebert throwing Marjorie Taylor Greene under the bus. This is being reported as major Republican infighting, a sign of a disaster. I disagree. Uh, I think that was perfectly fine commentary from Gates and from Boebert. The one thing that I thought was a little strange was her throwing out the Jewish or Russian space lasers. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about Marjorie Taylor Greene actually talking about that seriously. So maybe there is a little something there. But I, I've met both Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert. I, I like them both. They're both great people. They're 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 true people. They're true patriots. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with Gates and I would agree with Bobert here. I don't understand the support for McCarthy. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene is trying to clear some of the air here. For any criticism from the base, I'm not sorry for refusing to lie to you about the speaker election on January 3rd. In other words, she's saying, yeah, she's been anti, again, she's admitting she's been anti Kevin McCarthy in the past. Now she's trying to explain why she's supporting him for speaker. Unfortunately, you are being lied to enough, but I will continue to give my life to fight for you and our country. And there's a whole thread out there about this, but basically she's saying that there's already been decisions and negotiations and everything with Kevin McCarthy, and there's already a group of Republicans behind McCarthy, and she just looks at it as, we've already got some unification behind McCarthy, let's just go with that, instead of making things harder on us, and trying to get McCarthy out and someone else in when that may end up failing us anyway. To just give you the briefing there. But then she kind of goes into the Lauren Boebert issue, and she says, I've supported and donated to Lauren Boebert. President Trump has supported and donated to Lauren Boebert. Kevin McCarthy has supported and donated to Lauren Boebert. She just barely came through by 500 votes. Well, come on, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We know that there's probably some shenanigans there where they're counting for weeks and then after they, they finally say it's over and then they want to recount, then all of a sudden they drop their recount. Mm-hmm. Taylor Green goes on. She gladly, Bobert gladly takes our money, but when she's been asked, Lauren refuses to endorse President Trump. She refuses to support Kevin McCarthy. Refuses to endorse President Trump. That's a little confusing. I don't think Bobert has distanced herself from Trump. Uh, she clearly is not supporting Kevin McCarthy. I agree with her there. And she childishly threw me under the bus for a cheap soundbite. Look, again, I don't know if that's a throwing her under the bus. I think the cheap soundbite or the thing that was a little weird was the whole Jewish-Russian space lasers thing from Boebert. Maybe it was a sad attempt at humor, misunderstood. Again, though, this is not a big infighting thing. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, I'm sure, are fine, probably texting each other right now. It's not a big thing. They disagree on the Kevin McCarthy issue. I happen to agree with Boebert and Gates on this issue. So she goes on. The country is facing extreme difficulties 
Americans expect conservative fighters like us to work together to save America, and that is the only mission I'm 100% devoted to, not high school drama and media soundbites. Save America, defeat the Democrats. Yeah, but that's not the issue here. The issue is Kevin McCarthy's done nothing for us. The issue is Kevin McCarthy is clearly not the right pick for Speaker of House, and the issue is Marjorie Taylor Greene is supporting him. That's her decision. That's her issue. Lauren Boebert not agreeing with her on that does not mean there's infighting. Um, so I don't think this is going to go anywhere. I don't think this is a big deal. If it reaches some sort of a head, my guess is Boebert and Green do some sort of a joint video or announcement. I don't think this is really going to turn into anything serious. But what is serious is I don't think the Republican voter base wants Kevin McCarthy. There's obviously a disagreement inside the House Republicans whether McCarthy should be the guy or not. I like Marjorie Taylor Greene. I trust Marjorie Taylor Greene. I disagree with her decision here, just like Matt Gates said. But I think this is an okay issue to have a debate over. I think this is an okay issue for anti-establishment Republicans to say, no, Kevin McCarthy's not going to be our guy. What is his resume? What is so great? What can he show us? Let's give somebody else a chance, like a Matt Gates or like a Marjorie Taylor Greene even. I guess she's not interested, but Matt Gates is. So that's the issue here. The issue isn't Bobert and Marjorie Taylor Greene in a spat. The issue is Kevin McCarthy for speaker. Is that a win or a loss? From where I'm standing, looks like a big, gigantic loss. I'm taking a lot of supplements over the years, since high school, and they had great effects. And the science has gotten better and better and better over the years. And now with all the things we're bombarded with and the water and the food and the feminizing factors, it is more important than ever to use the compounds God gave us to boost our natural male potential. But these products work great for women as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Pain MD. It's a number one national bestseller under another name. We got it discounted for 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com under the label InfoWars Platinum. We've also got HGH Max Boost. Read all about it. Be very safe with it. I take only a fraction of what they say at first and take it before you go to bed at night. Don't do it uh, during the day. 1776 testosterone boost. Totally incredible. Go read about them. Learn more about them at InfoWarsStore.com in the InfoWars Platinum section. And you get 40% off on these already best-selling products under the new name InfoWars Platinum. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, I want to continue with the political news here. I need to backtrack a little bit to the Carrie Lake story in Arizona where... There was recently a hearing, and they had a Democrat speaking at the hearing, and this is just hilarious, folks. You want to talk about a reach. Listen to this liberal Democrat speaking to a city council on Carrie Lake's lawsuit heading to the court. Listen to his reasoning or his response to that lawsuit. This is hilarious in clip seven. My clients find the most odious, and that is a claim that there has been voter suppression in Maricopa County in 2022. If there's one thing that Americans know, it's what voter suppression looks like, Your Honor. Voter suppression looks like the nearly 3,500 African-American men 
who were murdered, beat in front of their families and hanged from trees between 1865 and 1933. Documented lynchings. By Democrats. Not just to prevent those African-American men from voting, but to terrorize their entire community so they wouldn't even want to register to vote. Democrat voter voter suppression. suppression. Every American knows that. Democrats. The Department of Justice in this country was started by Ulysses S. Grant for the primary purpose of ensuring that African-Americans got their civil rights. Why? Because primarily voter suppression. By Democrats. In 1965, the, the Voting Rights Act was passed. By Republicans. So forget about the fact that this guy probably has no idea of the political history he's talking about. Everything he just mentioned about voter suppression in, in the Jim Crow era is from Democrats. It was Democrats that stood outside of schoolhouse doors to stop black kids from going in. It was Democrats that stood in their white hoodies outside of voting locations and polling locations to threaten, intimidate, harass, or even violently assault black people going to the polls. That was all Democrats. So he wants to sit there and say, this is all historically on the record. Yeah, you're right. It was all Democrats too, bud. It's funny how you leave that little detail out. What a reach. So, okay, Democrats engaged in voter suppression 60 years ago. 60 years ago, Democrats engaging in voter suppression that he brings up during this hearing. But because Democrats did that voter suppression 60 years ago, it just doesn't exist anymore. See, you can't say anything about voter suppression anymore because the only voter suppression ever was the Democrat racism against black people in America, which, of course, they want you to assume was done by Republicans. That's that's the insinuation that is being made here is when he talks about the lynching of black people and the racism against black people, that that was conservatives or Republicans doing that. No, that was Democrats that did that. Hundred percent documented, verifiable, known history. Democrats did that voter suppression. And he says, you can go check the archives. Damn right I can. And it'll say it was done by the Democrats. But that's not even the point. He's sitting there saying, we can't even talk about voter suppression anymore because the only voter suppression happened 60 years ago and anything else we're not going to talk about. Oh, so the thousands of people that showed up to the polls in Maricopa County and got sent home because they didn't work. That's not voter suppression. But you know damn well if that happened in in, in, in Atlanta, in Fulton County, or some other area that was predominantly black area, they would call it voter suppression and racism. But because it happens in Arizona and it helps the Democrats, they don't want you to talk about it. It's just what a what a pathetic what a what a pathetic reach. What horrible logic. What do you expect from a Democrat? Then there was the big highlight from their January 6th hearing yesterday, which was a big nothing burger. And, uh, you know, I really don't even want to go too deep into this, but I explained this earlier, and so I'll just briefly explain it again. This was the tactic that the Democrats used here in the January 6th committee. They took thousands probably tens of thousands of hours of deposition from hundreds of individuals surrounding Trump like Hope Hicks, who we'll talk about here in a second. And, you know, I don't want to come out and assume anything negative about Hope Hicks, but 
it's clear that Hope Hicks was not hired for her patriotism. Let's just say that. It's clear that Hope Hicks was not hired because she has great political foresight or understanding of her surroundings. Let's just put it like that. And so I don't want to assume anything negative about Hope Hicks here, but here's what the Democrats with the January 6th committee did, and and this is why I'm mentioning Hope Hicks. So they took tens of thousands of hours from hundreds of people's deposition, and they whittled it down to a couple hours that they could present in front of the nation during these nationally televised Banana Republic hearings that they did. And so they took some clips and stuff from Hope Hicks, who just, you know, she's just, maybe maybe she's afraid. I mean, look, I, I don't blame her if she's afraid. I'm not going to sit here and act like that's beyond reason to think that there's maybe a little fear factor here. And she wants to make sure she's protected and maybe throwing Trump under the bus a little bit to protect herself was a, a subconscious thing happening. But I don't even want to go off onto a negative thing about Hope Hicks because who knows what else she said that we'll never see? Who knows how long or how many times she got questioned and then they just decide they're just going to use this. But, but clearly there was a factor of she's not thinking, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of a psychological war. I, I'm in the middle of, an, uh, uh, of a, a cold war. I, I'm in the middle of the Democrats trying to destroy the country. So I'm not going to give them exactly everything they want to protect myself. No, that's exactly what she did. But, but there's nothing there to give, and that's the point. But so they take tens of thousands of hours, they whittle it down to a couple hours that make Trump look the worst, make it look as bad as possible, and then they present that to the American public. So it's a cherry-picking expedition. And Hope Hicks happened to produce a lot of fruit. Hope Hicks urged Trump to consider his legacy. He didn't care. To me... I like this. She says, nobody will care about my legacy if I lose, so that won't matter. The only thing that matters is winning. To me, that makes me like Trump more, and I agree. But you've got Hope Hicks and all these others saying, Trump, just concede. Trump, just give up. Trump, you didn't win. Okay, well, you just don't even live in reality. You clearly have no idea what's even going on, if you believe that. But here's their big evidence that they get from Hope Hicks. And this is why they decided to put a criminal referral to Trump. It's a zero zilch nada. It's, a, it's t- two texts. One from Trump advisor Hogan Gidley, who seems to be in that same vein of having no clue what's going on, but being a centerpiece of the Trump administration, having no idea what's even going on. And then Hope Hicks, maybe the same thing. And look, I get it. People like being around Trump. People like being in the White House. People like the prestige. They like the photo ops. They like the the invites and the and the exclusivity of it all. But at the end of the day, they don't know what the hell's going on. And and it looks like there was a lot of that around Donald Trump, way too much even, and and maybe even himself to a certain degree. But but nothing clearly like what we're seeing. But here's the text from Hogan Gidley to Hope Hicks. Hey, I know you're seeing this, but he really should tweet something about being nonviolent. And this was in the afternoon of January 6th, right before things got really bad. Hope Hicks says, I'm not there. I suggested it several times Monday and Tuesday, and he refused. And so they say, that's proof Trump wanted violence. That's proof Trump orchestrated the whole thing. That's proof of nothing. That's proof of absolutely nothing. It proves zero zilch nada. If anything, it's hearsay that you might 
consider further investigating. But there's nothing to even investigate. Whether Trump said, I'm going to tweet something about nonviolence out on January 6th or not is completely irrelevant to the fact he had nothing to do with any violence that day and didn't want any violence that day. And that's what they know. So they cherry pick from hundreds of thousands of texts and emails and they show you two that prove nothing. And they say, see, we got whole picks and see, we got the communications. So we need a criminal referral of Donald Trump. But there's two interesting things about this. A, nobody cares. Nobody's taking it seriously, even though it's a serious attack on our republic. And B, it's really just exposing how criminal the Democrats are, even though they think it's having the opposite effect. There's a war against our masculinity. There's a war in the environment, the food, the water, the air, the electromagnetics, the injections, to really cut us off from what God designed us to be. But through Mother Nature, the Creator gave us compounds that can counteract what the globalists have done. And I got to tell you, all our supplements are great, but we've got a real game changer now. We've never put anything out this powerful. It's InfoWars Platinum, now exclusively available at 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is private labeled three of the top best sellers in the country right now, but it's exclusively available under the brand name and private label of InfoWars Platinum at InfoWarsStore.com. It's HGH Boost Max, it's Pain MD, and it's 1776 Testosterone Boost. You owe it to yourself and your way of life and your well-being to try these out and fund the info war. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. of my 10 favorite Christmas songs and I couldn't do it because I like them all. All right, uh, I'm going to continue here with the political news. Maybe able to finish up the hour with it here. Some uh, economy news, some Biden news here. The Biden economy, many Americans are cutting back this year for the holidays. And this is being reflected in all types of news stories. Spending is down. And then... 
So you've got actually the consumer price index is up, the producer price index is up, and now spending is down. That's because of the inflation. But really, we're in a recession. It just hasn't been officially announced yet. Even Cardi B, who has more Botox than brains, even Cardi B knows that we're in a recession. I was saying that earlier this year. It'll catch up real quick. So um, people are not spending as much for the holidays. I bet a lot of people in the audience are reconsidering some things because of the finances over the holidays. I know I am. So that's a common thing. You didn't have it so much during the Trump years, but now that the Democrats are back in the White House. So General Mills comes out the other day and makes a statement saying they're concerned because people are purchasing less food than they've ever seen in recent history. And, and General Mills being probably one of the top food uh, processors and, and sales in, in the country. And they're saying we've never sold less food than we are now. That's another reflection of the Biden recession. So then they kind of had to come out and make some statements following that with pushback from the Biden team saying, hey, don't make us look bad. General Mills boosts outlook as consumers absorb price hikes. So what did I tell you? The consumer price index always there's always some latency for the consumer price index to catch up to the producer price index. The producer price index goes up first. Then the producer reevaluates its bottom line reevaluates its prices, and then the consumer price index goes up. And we're kind of hitting that right now during Christmas with the consumer price index going up, and that's why it's the consumers absorbing the price hikes. But that's not even fully accurate because the producer took the price hike first. So it's the producers that take the price hike first, then they pass it on to the consumer. And it's the exact same thing that will happen with inflation is the exact same thing that will happen when you raise taxes. So the producer has to pay more because of the taxes than the consumer has to pay more. Exact same thing that's going to happen with all this green new bullcrap legislation. The producer is going to have to pay more to produce the goods and services because energy costs more, and then that price is going to be passed on to the consumer. This is why the Democrat Party constantly crushes the country economically when it gets into power. General Mills sliding sales volumes flash latest warning. So it's it's all the signs that we're in a recession now, folks. But you're not allowed to say it probably till after Christmas because the Bidens don't want that news at the family dinner table for your holiday celebrations. But it's just more facts and evidence. We're indeed in a recession now. But But see... It's not even really a recession. I don't know what you would really call it because it's all by design. So what is really the proper term for what we're in? I mean, we're, we, the people, will experience a recession, but it's not a recession like we've seen historically. This is by design. This is all about a controlled recession, says the, says the crew. But I, there's something better we can even use for it. It's a it's a de, it's a demolition is what it is. It's a deconstruction. It's an attack, really, is the best way to put it. It's a direct attack. It's a financial attack on you in the guise of stopping the weather. If you just give the government more of your money, they'll stop the weather. So it's not even a really organic recession. This is an attack, a financial attack on you. And the Trojan horse is the Green New Deal, the Trojan horses stop man-made climate change, the Trojan horses stop global warming, all a lie, all a Trojan horse so that they can come out here and take more of your money and control more of your future. That's what this is really all about. 
you're starting to get a little taste of this. It's even worse in Europe. But you know, it's like Russia isn't doing this to its people. They're doing better as far as energy is concerned than ever in recent history. And if this isn't a story about what liberalism does and what Democrat Party politics do, I, I don't know what else is. And this is going on in Austin. I'll explain here. A mixed income apartment project in Harlem was blocked by progressives who demanded more subsidized units. Now, none will be built and a truck stop is being developed instead. This is a prime example of perfect being the enemy of good from Nathan Allenback. And again, this is why I'm not a political purist or because I just know it doesn't come to victories. So they built these projects that they wanted 100% subsidized and it just couldn't be pulled off. So they scrapped the entire project and now they're building a truck stop. Now, something similar, but, but with a different outcome, is happening here in Austin, where Austin is rapidly expanding. Apartment complexes are going up left and right. You can barely even keep up with the development here. Uh, man, if you've got a crane rental company or a construction rental company, you're, you're doing extremely well right now. And so they do this thing where they have what they call income-controlled apartment units. And they'll take an area of Austin that is rapidly expanding and becoming a hot place to live, expanding with new business development, consumer development, retail development, restaurant, everything, development, and of course the residents, the development of apartments. And what they do is they'll take these areas that are expanding and they'll say, we're going to make these income-controlled apartments. And so they'll say, if you make more than 50000 or 60000 you can't rent one of these units. Well, think about how absurd that is. That's absurd for the developer and the manufacturer. That's absurd for the people that live in that area. And I understand the logic. I get it. You want people that might be in the lower income brackets to have access to the city or access to those jobs and not have it as difficult for people to work in the city and live in the city. So I get the idea, but if you don't understand how the government getting involved in that process ruins the whole thing for everybody else, then you just don't get it yet. Here's the perfect example in Harlem, but now in Austin. So they take an area where you could put up let's say 5,000 apartment units and easily rent them out for 2,500 a month, probably up to 4,500 a month here, two bedrooms in what is not so bad of an area, maybe not the best area, but not a bad area right outside of the city, livable, some public transit. It's not good here, but you can, you can make it work. And, and this, and, and say like in Southeast Austin is an area. And so they put up these units and they say, okay, only less than 50,000 or 60,000 can live here. And then they're going to be rent controlled and we're going to make max, max rent $1,600. I mean, that's the definition of communism. In a free market capitalist country or a free market capitalist city in Austin, you would build those units. They'd go for 2,500 for a one bedroom, 4,500 for a two bedroom. They'd fill up in a couple months and that's how it would go. And the developers make the money, the the renters pay what they're willing to pay, and guess what? The area gets a little nicer because of it. So instead what they've done is they've taken units that they could easily rent for 4000 a month and make an area nicer. Now where they've put up these income-controlled apartment complexes, 
it becomes a hellhole and it becomes a dump and it becomes overrun with crime and riffraff. And it's happening right now in Austin, Texas, in areas that could be developed into nice, clean, no crime areas. But instead of doing that, our Democrat run government is forcing these developers and forcing these apartment complexes into doing these um, low income areas. And so now, sadly, riffraff comes in and turns them into basically ghettos with high crime and violence. So who wins in that situation? You think the people that you've helped facilitate to live in that area with the income rent aren't bothered by the rest of their surroundings? You think the other people that don't have income-controlled residencies aren't bothered by the riffraff and the crime and the violence that's coming in because of these policies? And that's exactly what it's done. So either you fail to launch, like in Harlem, and you get no projects built, or you fail after launch in Austin where you build the projects, but after building them, the area that you built them turns into a ghetto and a hellhole with high crime, high violence, and discomfort for everybody that lives in the area. Isn't it fun? Democrat Party politics. Just known for one thing and one thing only. Crime. I guess destruction, too. Maybe two things. Because you want it, here's another one just for you. Because without you, it would truly be a blue Christmas. But thank God that we have you. All of us. Awakening and vibrant souls all over the earth. It's your love, our love, that makes all of this possible. And if you feel like showing us some love today and help keep us on the air, you can do so at InfoWarsStore.com. Products that will make your life better and allow us to keep broadcasting free worldwide. We are all in this together through thick and thin. On behalf of the whole crew, we love you and we thank you for your support.